I'm Lou Franco, and this is Write While True, which is a writing program for programmers. If you follow it literally, you'll be in an infinite loop of writing. But I mean program as in a training program. So in each episode, I'll challenge you with an exercise that'll help you develop a writing habit. This is season one, which is about foundational exercises. Listen to Write While True at your desk, and when it's over, start writing. I've been thinking a lot about how this podcast sounds. I'm new to podcasting, and I'm very aware that I have a lot to do to sound more natural, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I mean is how this podcast is specific to me. If you listen to several different podcasts about writing, what would make this one mine? For the last two episodes, I focused on having a specific reader and a specific message that you're trying to convey. But now I want to turn the attention back to the writer. This is something I'm still trying to figure out. In fact, as I was writing the script for this podcast, I was both figuring it out and trying to apply it. I'm approaching it by starting with sweep editing. I talked about sweep editing in the last episode, which I learned from a Joanna Weeb talk. In sweep editing, you're editing in a series of quick sweeps through the piece, looking for just one problem. Joanna has seven sweeps in her system, but they are very tuned to sales copywriting. So I do sweeps, but not necessarily the one she talks about. In the last episode, I talked about the three sweeps I do to get from a first draft to a second draft. The goal is to make the piece address a reader's problem, to try to make it valuable. Once I'm done with the sweeps, to borrow from a programming term, it has the right architecture. It should be basically good on a macro level, but has lots of problems at the detail level. Within that architecture, there are several things that could still be wrong with it. It could have spelling mistakes, it could have needless words, the sentence construction could be confusing. These are all important and we'll get to them. But like I said, the problem I'm having the most right now is how to make the piece sound like me. In this case, Joanna Weave does have a sweep that seems to fit perfectly. She calls it the voice and tone sweep, and she has a video lesson for it on her site. I link to it in the show notes. In order to do a voice and tone sweep, you first have to have defined your overall voice and this piece's tone. Joanna says that voice is more constant throughout all of your work, but tone is something that is dependent on the specific piece. I think of voice as mapping to your personality and tone to be the specific feeling or emotion that you're trying to communicate in a moment. To describe your voice, she suggests picking from a word list that she points to. I put the link in the show notes. Here are some examples of adjectives from that page. Calm, casual, cheerful, silly, or straightforward. There are also somewhat negative ones like condescending, pretentious, and sarcastic. Like I said, this is still developing for me. One thing I will say about voice is that you should try to pick an adjective where the opposite choice is also valid. Here's an example of what I'm getting at. In Joanna's video tutorial, she is editing for a voice that is calm and smart. I actually don't think that smart is a good choice for a voice because the opposite of smart is rarely appropriate. Everyone would choose to sound smart. Calm is different. I can imagine two equally good versions of a piece 
where one was calm and one showed more excitement. But I see what she's getting at with smart. I would describe the voice as expert versus a learner. Each is valid. In fact, I use both of those voices, but in different places. On AppleMat, my Apple developer tutorial site, I write as an expert. But in this podcast, I try to express that I am a learner. I hope that in both places, what I say is smart, but they are different voices. Another way to express smart is to think about whether the voice primarily offers good advice or primarily asks good questions that gives the reader a perspective. Again, both choices are valid. Both could be said to be smart. Let me take you through my thought process for developing a voice for this podcast. When I created it, I named it Right While True because I wanted to express that the podcast is for programmers and that I'm a programmer. So a part of my voice is that I use analogies from programming when trying to describe something. For example, I might talk about repeatable processes or architecture. When I talk about programming, I do that with an expert's voice. But when I talk about writing, I want to express that I'm a learner, that I'm not an expert. I talk about my struggles. I point to others who are experts that I'm learning from and talk about how I'm applying their lessons to my own work. If you watch the videos I point to, like Larry McInerney on the craft of writing or Joanna Weeb on copywriting, or listen to Aaliyah S. King's writing podcasts, when they talk about writing, you will hear the voice of experts. They can speak from deep experience. I try not to do that. I am trying things out and reporting how it works for me. To describe this as a voice, I am someone who is exploring. I'm open to new ideas. I'm eager to share them. Another aspect of this podcast is that it's short and action-oriented. My intention is that you listen to me for at most 10 minutes and then maybe spend a few hours watching the videos I point to and trying the exercise on your own work. So I'm Kurt. I try to get to the point quickly. These aspects are relatively constant throughout the episodes. And another thing to notice is that choosing the opposite of these choices is also valid. My choices are what make this podcast in my voice. I haven't experimented with tone on this podcast much because there's only been seven episodes. There haven't been many different kinds of episodes. At some point, I hope to have guests, and I think the tone of those episodes will be quite different. Before we get to this week's exercise, I want to thank you for listening so far. As a new podcast, I'm depending on you to spread the word if you found it valuable. I also want to encourage you to send your feedback email to writewhiletrue at loufranco.com or find me on Twitter at loufranco or look for me on LinkedIn. And if you use the Apple Podcasts app, I would love a review or give me a star in Overcast or whatever your podcast player allows and subscribe if you want more episodes. And if you write publicly, please send me a link. Okay, so now it's time to think about your voice and tone. Remember, voice is going to be something that's more constant over a body of work. 
For me, since I have different outlets, I'm okay with the voice being different on each one. Start with the word list that Joanna pointed to. I put it in my show notes. I would say to think about the opposite of the words you choose from, and if they don't seem like a valid choice, then try to get more specific about the attribute you're choosing. Can it be described in multiple ways? And if so, what's your take on it? To do a voice and tone sweep, you go through the piece sentence by sentence looking for too much or too little voice. You can watch the video of Joanna's lesson to get more details. One thing she said was to try reading your piece backwards so that you aren't caught up in the flow of the piece and can concentrate more on just the voice. Thanks for listening. This has been Right While True, and since true is true, go do a voice and tone sweep on your drafts.